You know, for four years we've done this program, and we've kept this program as an audio show. For one reason in particular, mostly to hide you guys the hideousness of Dave the Rooster Charters. His face is something that is only meant to be heard and never seen. But now we've decided that this is the way that the world has gone. People like to watch us on telephones and do stuff like that. So we're going to have to endure it, folks. But just keep in mind, if you still can't tolerate the sign, the sight of this Polish blockhead's face, right? <laughs> still know that you can listen to us on Podbean and iTunes and stuff like that. But this is a new, this is a new, a new, uh, uh, <laughs> this is a new world, Dave, a new world. We're going into video. We're on Facebook Live. And we got Shane Bergman from Calgary Stampeders here tonight. But there's only one way to get this show started. How's that beat? That's what their theme song, people. <laughs> Loved it. Facebook Live. I am your host. Oh, I'm not going to get to that yet. We are live from the Dutch Hall, the greatest podcast ever to come out of a pool shed in Pine Grove, Ontario, bar none. And I believe it's because we have the greatest band in podcast history. Woo! The Nocturnal Emissions, comprised this week of Steve the Reluctant German on Everybody. lead guitar, everyone. We have the balls of the Nocturnal Emissions sitting beside them. That's Whiskey Wes Hagens, if you're wondering, everyone. Hello. And on drums today, the diva of the Nocturnal Emissions, he's showed up and graces with his presence. I think he surprised a lot of people that we got this show started as early, early as we did. He's the diva. Dave Charters is here. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, know, no, you know, normally I'd introduce our bartender, my brother, and a uh, heavy breather, uh, Paul Van Dyke. But he's a no-show. I don't know where he was, where he is. So, uh, Dr. Jane Van Dyke is filled in. Let's hear it for her. We still need hey. drinks. Thank you, thank you. And our guest tonight, he came all the way from Teeterville Woo. to be here. 
He's Norfolk's pride. He's a great offensive lineman from the CFL's uh, Calgary Stampeders. He's fresh up off his Great Cup appearance. Shane Bergman is here, everyone. Hey. And me, I'm your host, two times. Two fucking times. President's Club Award winner, Pete Van Dyke. Oh. Woo. I gotta get used to this mic. It's like hot and cold. Eh? <laughs> All right, that show right. starts. Look at that. So uh, you got through it. <laughs> Barely. Yeah, charters. <laughs> charter shows. Like, what time did you get here? You rolled in about like what, twenty-five to ten, right? Yeah, something like that. Something like 20 that. To 10, maybe. And then uh, we're trying to hit ten o'clock, right? And uh, you ended up hitting. Uh, we, in twenty-five minutes, you had to pull together uh, that song. Some song we never played before. Haven't heard in twenty years. <laughs> and uh, so, why were you late this time? I didn't realize I was late. What like, do you mean? I don't remember you saying we're starting at ten or anything like that. Like, is that? Oh no, you don't remember rule? like, like uh, the three Facebook Live videos I put <laughs> out uh, that said I'm we're starting at ten, and the oh. posts I put everywhere, the 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 emails and the the group chats on Messenger. I don't follow you on social media. So. No, no, it's it's to you in the Dutch Hall group. <laughs> oh. It was quite well publicized. <laughs> I had a busy day. Yeah. Well, yeah. When saw Star Wars? Well, there you go. Is that what that was the reason, That's right? Part of it, yeah, for sure. Sorry, I keep yeah. playing with my mic. Star Wars. So you saw Star Wars. Now, it, were you a Star Wars fan as a child? Uh, yeah, like I like Star Wars. I wasn't like a big fan, like some people were. Like I remember you having Star Wars action figures. Yes, I had I Star Wars action figures. Yeah. I think you had like a Millennium Falcon and a little Han Solo, Chewbacca. Oh yeah, I had a Millennium Falcon. It was awesome. I wish I still had it. Yeah. But uh, it was because I was a child, right? I was like in kindergarten. And you were rich. I never what had, do you mean rich? I never had stuff like that growing up. What did you have? Like a stick and <laughs> like the yard, the lawnmower. My dad let me play with the lawnmower once a week. Oh, yeah? Is that how you got that haircut? Cut the grass. And Meow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did, uh, Charters, I have to ask you. Uh, but, yeah, I, I was a Star Wars fan as a child, you know? And uh, But I never played Star Wars with the action figures. I never, like, uh, played, just, like, pretended that we were fighting Jedis or something like that. You or? just put them in your bum? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't put any of in my bum. But if I had to put one in my bum, which one would it be? Princess would you think? <laughs> no way, man. I wouldn't want those knobby things going on <laughs> my R2D2 for sure. <laughs> RGD2 is too thick. It's all rounded on top, though. Huh? Chewbacca. <laughs> Chewbacca's rounded on top, too. <laughs> but you wouldn't want to get past his shoulders, eh? You wouldn't want to get past his shoulders. Broad shoulders. <laughs> Broad shoulders with Chewbacca, yeah. <laughs> RTD2 uh, is yeah, it's too intimidating for me. <laughs> I think Darth Vader is pretty phallic. Darth Vader? Well, he's got a helmet too, right? That's right. Oh, yeah. That would probably slide in Charter's ass pretty easy. <laughs> oh, now it's my ass, eh? <laughs> You're the one that brought it up. Yeah, you did that. You're the one that brought it up. You don't bring stuff up unless you have some sort of like uh, ba- basis to, to, you know, you, some sort of experience with it. Okay. You don't think so? I'll remember that. It just comes out of thin air. <laughs> Oh yeah, man. I might even regret that. I think I, I think I already regret that. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. So yeah, we got right into it. We all wore our Star Wars T-shirts. My daughter, uh, who has really long hair, my wife did her hair up like Princess Leia and the buns on the side. You know. Oh yeah, and you she, went like Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> I still wear my costume. <laughs> I'm she sorry. Was funny. She was wearing a stormtrooper like Halloween costume. Right. And then she would walk up to like strangers and say, "What did she say?" Aren't you a little short 
to be a stormtrooper or something. Whatever Leia's line was from the first Star Wars movie. You know? Oh yeah. Did you and did everyone enjoy it? Yeah, it was, it was great. Yeah. Is there any spoilers you want to give Steve? Don't do it. <laughs> don't seriously. Don't do that. That's, did it live up to your expectations mean. though? Yeah, but I go in with pretty. I'm I'm a pretty blank slate. Like it's not easy to impress. It's not hard to impress me. I'm easily impressed. Oh really? Yeah, with movies and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You like movies. You like all those popcorn movies, eh? Yeah. Yep. I don't I like. Don't, I never try and figure anything out, or you know, want to find out the, the you know who did it, or like. You know what the twist is. I just like to let it happen. Oh yeah. Yeah. But you mean like, but isn't it a bunch of the same shit? Like I always fall asleep when the fight scenes happen or the ch- chase scenes. Like I, it's just too much of the fight scenes. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Like it seems like uh, it's always the same thing. You know, always no, the I same like fight. What? I like it. I like the action, the fight scenes. I don't want to give anything away for Steven. Hey, thanks. I can't do uh, any of the Marvel movies. I fall asleep in every one. Really? Yeah. I think it's because I know the good guy's going to win, and I'm like, I'm out. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I, I just, I've got nothing vested. Um, I, I, I can you think see where it's going. I know where it's going. I know the good guys are always going to win, and I don't care if anybody on the team gets hurt or anything. Right. Do you think you think they could ever pull it off where where the good guy lost for real and make it a good movie? Or would it just never test well? You know what I mean? Like, I, I still don't know who won between Batman and Superman. Did they fight? <laughs> that whole movie. I fell asleep. <laughs> oh, yeah. I fell asleep through the beginning of Braveheart like three times. Because it's just a fight scene for so long. And I know it's supposed to be awesome or whatever, but it just makes me go to sleep. Wes, can you uh, shut the furnace off so it doesn't uh, buzz when it doesn't turn on? Anyways, uh, I wanted to tell you about Christmas. I got a new microphone. I don't know if you guys can see it. Ooh. It's a new microphone. It was given to me by, uh, by the bartender, Paul. And... Um, Paul uh, also, which I think is very nice of him to do, so I wanted to thank him, but he didn't show up. But he also gave a gift to the band, Aww. and I just wanted to give it to you. It's a, it's, it's match, it's match Aww. picks. It's a Aww. box of match picks. Thanks, Paul. Yes. A pack Three. of six. That's yeah. great. Yeah, pack of six. Enjoy it amongst yourselves. It's for the entire band. Thanks, That's Paul. Christmas. What did you get, Paul? Anything? No. No. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> that's what I thought. Look what he does for you guys, and you think of him, and not at all. But you got one week, guys, to make it up to him, because if he comes back. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. And Michael Bo is not here as well. <laughs> and normally this would be the time where we spread dirty rumors about Mike. Um, but because he's doing a noble work today, helping out his, uh, his fiance's family, we're going to cut him some slack. Okay. Hmm. Paul, on the other hand... Um, Right now, his peckers froze to a pole, <laughs> and uh, he was just trying to show his kids that it was a bunch of bullshit, and uh, and it turns out it wasn't, and uh, he is stuck. To, he's stuck with his pecker to a pole, and that's why he's not here. So now that that's all taken care of, we need to get to a segment we call Ooh. feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. Feedback. Motherfucking feedback (laughs) Welcome to Feedback We got feedback This week's feedback is brought to you by our friends at Amazon If you'd like to go to the Live from Dutch Hall website And do uh, any of your shopping Some of that money is going to come back and help the show And guys, you know what? I'm going to tell you our results for 2017 Can we get a drum roll, Dave? Oh, results are in Yeah. Oh, well done we made in 2017 143.99. Yes. 
Yes. Thank you very much. Cheddar. Woo. Oh, yeah. That's real money. That's cash money that we're going to be using to help this show. So thank you for everyone that's helped us out by buying Christmas presents and stuff. Also, we have to remember uh, Norpak. The beef people. Uh, they, they along with Clean Flow, our good friends at Clean Flow, helped us uh, pull off the video uh, program that we're, we're trying to, with that I think hopefully is working right now. We'll, yeah, we'll find out know. at the end of the show. Is it, is <laughs> it, it going out live right now? Is that the gist of it? That is the gist of it, that right now people could be watching it if I didn't screw something up. Well, yeah. let me see if I can get it here while you're talking. Has <laughs> <laughs> a delay? That's, That's not bad. That'll do wonders for our connection. <laughs> <laughs> and also, why don't we all check? And all, and also, myself. And also, Clean Flow, uh, they are a great sponsor of Van Dyke Party Services. You know, New Year's is just around the corner. Hey, uh, can you, yeah. yeah, this is great, Dave. Yeah, it's real helpful. So can uh, it's working though, right? Yeah, it's working. Yeah, it's working. Cool. Did you like yourself? Were you drawn in? Were you mesmerized was, by the sign of I yourself? I started to see the comments and the stuff and the viewers. I got sucked right in to see who was watching. And oh, there's comments? Check stuff? out the metrics and whatnot. Oh, I didn't know there was. Oh, there is comments. What? I can see it right now. <laughs> there goes Pete. Great. Oh, yeah. Look at this. We can uh, we can actually talk to people when they're here. Oh, we can have live feedback. Hey, jo yeah. Joseph, uh, Joseph yeah. Tominelli right now on Facebook Live says, Rooster. My lighter is still right. You still suck balls. <laughs> That's what he says. Is that Joseph Tominelli from the Italian Embassy? The Italian Embassy, yeah, in Leamington. He uh, he uh, he also says he likes the banner behind you. That's what he's talking about with you again, Charters. You're the yeah. star of the show. You may, want me to put a one shot on you to make this all about know, you? I don't know what that means, but uh, just a camera was <laughs> just like on you, and not it. the rest of it. No, okay. I don't want to let that happen again. You don't want to agree to having one shot on you again? No. Uh, uh, fool me once, kind of thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh, I guess Rick, Rick Masternardi joined. Look at these, all oh, these old this. fans of the show are in uh, on, on Facebook Live. <laughs> so, uh, where is it going? Oh, uh, New Year's is around the corner. Sure is. And if you're like most people, your friends are a bunch of uh, dull losers. And really, uh, you know, they're nice people. Mm -hmm. But, like, you know, you remember when you used to have fun. You remember when you, when times you used to be able to let loose and you weren't just talking about like, you know, uh, what where you're gonna spend your one week holidays, you know, this summer, winter, or whatever, and you know, you, you, these bunch of people talking about their stock portfolio or whatever they're doing <laughs> or I don't know, big people things like grown up stuff, Adult right? Adult stuff, yeah. Yeah, those people are boring and and uh, they're horrible to spend New Year's with. What you really want is a good time, and if you want to have a good time, what you do is you give us an email live from the Dutch Hill at g live from the dutch hall at gmail.com and what we're going to do is we're going to send you between five and 29 29 van dyke first cousins in bright yellow jackets and it's all it's going to cost you is a hundred dollars of cold hard cash plus of all of our expenses which will be dear mm -hmm. i'm not going to lie to you mm -hmm. but if you're not 100 percent satisfied we'll return that hundred dollars but those expenses have run through our bodies and potentially yours van dyke party services don't live your life in regret Brought to you by Clean Flow. I can I tell you we can do it. Nice. We just had one the other day. We kind of had a Van Dyke Party Services hockey game just, yeah, yesterday. just yesterday. Charters even played on the team. He oh, was yeah. allowed on. I saw Charters was put on the orange jersey, and I said, "There's no way I'm putting on an orange jersey. I'm playing against Charters." <laughs> and I loved it. It was uh, Charters was uh, dynamite out there. He had a lot of shots on net, but couldn't couldn't solve the goalie. No Genos. Yeah. Pete, on the other hand. 
Almost got a hat trick. Pocketed two goals. Oh, yeah. Two goals. It was a record performance. Amazing. I usually score about one goal every 10 years or so. And yesterday was just like my lucky day. I was picking up the garbage. You left it all on the ice yesterday. It was nice to see. Well, I liked it. Well, I was really happy I didn't die. Because that was my main concern at the beginning. Because you don't know because you spend like a whole year where you just like treat yourself like shit and stuff. And then you uh, decide you're going to be an athlete one day at a sport you try once a year. You know, it was pretty good. No injuries, no heart attacks or anything. No, it was really a success all around and a good party afterwards, too. Oh, yeah. I still got a bit of a hangover, actually, right now. Huh? From last night. Oh, you do? Oh, that's good, Dave. All day affair. It was nice of uh, nice of the women in your family to uh, uh, give you like all all guys like a carte blanche to get drunk and then picked you up and took you home safely. Yeah. A lot of breathing room yesterday we had. It was good. Yeah, yeah. Did you get away with more stuff because you're doing stuff with her family, your uh, wife's family? I would say, yeah, it probably helps for sure. Yeah. Like if you were just if you were getting all boozed up with your, like with your brother or something like that, would she be less? No, that'd be fine too. But if it was with a bunch of people she didn't know, then it would be. Oh, not like. As fine. All right. Yeah. Like a bunch of uh, hoods and stuff. <clears throat> you know, like ruffians. Yeah, that's right. Not Van Dyke Party Services. She knows that if if you're one thing with Van Dyke Party Services, it's safe. Yes. Well, we need to get to this, this feedback because it's all over the inter- it's all over the internet. Anyways, we got some feedback. Uh, this is all the way from New Zealand. What? We got Alex Vander Vondervoort or Alex Vondervoort or Alex Vort. I'm gonna give him all three names just so we know who he is. Hmm. He's in New Zealand. He must know we're talking about him by now. How many of those people could there be? <laughs> That's right. Right, Dutch. He sent us a message and he says, "Some might say the drum set adds some hair to the balls of the nocturnal emissions." <laughs> well played. And the Dutch hall, and I like it. He says, "So thank you, Big Dutch. Uh, we were thinking about you out there in, in New Zealand, and please, 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 do everything that you think you sh- you might want to do. <laughs> and mainly, I'm talking about putting your." your young uh, genitals and other people's young genitals out there and then just like leaving miles and miles from them in short months after you know isn't that great (laughs) (laughs) I think you should do that anyways you know who else uh, gives us feedback every week she's a lady from the second mouse in Delhi she really listens to the show every week she gives us feedback on uh, Podbean she's a good friend the cheese lady This week, Teresa says, Merry Christmas, hashtag listening in Delhi, super busy at the shop, but always make time for my favorite podcast, The Dutch Hall. Thank you very much, Teresa. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, Teresa. And you know, there's been one guy that's been with us since the very beginning. He's our good buddy. He gives us feedback on iTunes. He's the Haitian dwarf, people. Gave you a ring and I'll suck my thing. Hi ho! Hey! Uh, this week, Haitian Dwarf gives us uh, five stars on iTunes. And he says to us, Congrats, Mike. 
Hmm. You guys should be shouldn't tell him why the bride smiles while she's walking down the aisle. That was the thing. What? Hmm. Why does one the, more time? Put in your put in your phone, Dave. Put in uh, why does the bride smile when she's walking down the aisle? Because it's, it's an old joke, but I don't know the punchline. <laughs> I think it's because she knows she's never gonna have to suck a dick again or something like that, right? If you had to guess the punchline, anyone else got a guess? Hmm. No. No? <laughs> I think that's a safe bet. It's she's happy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, There's gotta be a joke to it. Do you see it? Something about the best be. man, perhaps. Yeah, you got it, Pete. They realize they've given their last blowjobs. Plural. <laughs> oh. Not their last blowjob, but their last blowjobs. Their last blowjobs. Uh. <laughs> that must be. A, I don't know how is it, how you do a blowjobs. Uh. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> it must be. It must be two or something. <laughs> if I had to venture, I guess. Anyways, that's feedback for this week. I forgot one thing. I forgot that uh, we will be. I will be headlining uh, a comedy show at New Limburg, January fourth, which is next Thursday. So uh, we'll be doing that show before the podcast. And uh, again, that's New Limburg and Nixon, uh, Nixon, Ontario. You can fly there. Yeah, you could actually fly to Nixon if you wanted to. Uh, and then, uh, and then you could go uh, uh, see me headline there. And uh, hopefully, we'll. I think I got the commitment at least Steve the Reluctant German to help me play Eduardo to close the show. That's a that's a, that's a promise. If you come, you will do, Eduardo. I promise. <laughs> you might even be able to sl- play slap rattle if you're in the crowd for that song. Oh yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Because Paul probably won't show too. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and what else did I have to say? Oh, I wanted to say Yarmy Electric, because this is a Christmas season. Yarmy Electric's another supporter of our show. And, you know, uh, Derek. Uh, you know, he's not the only guy that works for Yarmy Electric. There's a whole bunch of people that work for that guy. You know, and can you imagine being a guy that works? For Derek Yarmy, who's got to sit there and watch this man who just continues to procreate, continues to make more work for himself. Then he then he like saves lives as a fireman and does all that work. And then and then he, he's 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 running a business, doing electrical work all over the place. And you have the fucking nerve to call him about your flickering lights and your smoking Christmas tree. <laughs> you douche. Leave him alone. Yarmy Electric, if we don't get right the first time, we'll get it right the second time. And if we don't get right the second time... You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> Paul? Yeah. Is that you? Yeah, we got all the ads in there. So that's feedback. You got We got feedback for this week. You know, you can always give us feedback on livefromthedutchhall at gmail.com, Facebook. Uh, we're live from the Dutch Hall there. Twitter and Instagram. Snapchat, I guess. I don't really get that, but I guess you can make yourself look like a deer or a bunny or something. <laughs> so if you want to make... I don't know. If send me... You look like a bunny, and then I'll... I don't know. What do you do? Like, like that? You delete it. <laughs> do you have to delete it? I thought it disappears. I don't know. I always thought Snapchat was where you send your dick to somebody, and then it disappears after five seconds. Did Wasn't that what was the original purpose of it? Do you put a bunny face on your penis? You could, I bet. You could? I'm sure that exists. <laughs> that is a good idea. We should all just take pictures of our dick and then do those Snapchat <laughs> filters of, on it and see who's got the most... But the Snapchat... Chat filters work on like face recognition, right? So yeah, draw a face on your. <laughs> dick. We would have to invent an app that does penis recognition. Dick pics to another level. Yeah. Mm. What? I think we're onto something. Like, I like <laughs> you have to write the code where it recognizes a penis as a penis and puts the things in the right spot. 
Oh, so you're saying that it's a special like I don't think it exists yet. Filter for for dick pics. Hmm. Yeah. I think what Dave just really said is he wants to download every dick pic so you can put them in a database. And you want to have the biggest dick pic database and then launch your app. I, I think, think that's, that's where you start when you're writing an app like that. I think that's when where them. you would start. Even if it wasn't about dicks, I think that's where you would start. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for feedback. Oh. That's it. <laughs> so now now look, at uh, we have a, here a professional athlete. We have here a guy that uh, has been the pride of Norfolk for like uh, probably the last four years. I think we've been watching him do well mm-hmm. in the CFL. What is it, four or five? Yeah, five now. Five now? Yeah, so a long time. He's like a veteran now, right, in football years. They're like dog years. They're like each one of them is like seven years, right? Pretty much. And <laughs> anyways, we have this guy. He's uh, Norfolk's pride. We couldn't be happier to have him here. I think it's your third time in, right? Yep. Third yeah. time as a guest on our show. Uh from the Calgary Stampeders. Let's have a nice welcome for Shane Bergman, everyone. Shane Bergman. Turn him up. Turn him up. Turn him up. Turn him up. Every now and then, if I only knew. Do I need to get closer? Yeah, that's probably yeah, that's good. Better. That's better? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, Shane, you had another uh, another year where you got to go to the Great Cup. So this is the three times in the last four years? Yep, two, so 2014, 16, 17. Wow! Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's amazing. Which is really like when, e- even even with nine teams in the league, it's still there's there's quite a bit of parity. So to be able to get to the top, like you guys have done something good in Calgary, right? Yeah, you know we've done really well every year. I guess uh, I can't complain with going to the Grey Cup three out of five years. I get it's uh, it's an amazing accomplishment. accomplishment yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't really believe it until. You know, when people tell me about it, I guess I start to realize that it's, I've actually done that. So yeah, yeah, it's been pretty cool. So now that was, that's your third time back this year. Yep. You uh, did you feel like you had more poise? Like, did you have? Uh, were you because you had been there a couple times that you you kind of knew what it was all about, or is it always a different? You know, it's always a different feeling because, you know, this year especially because we went last year and we lost to Ottawa. It was a different feeling going in this year. Um, you know, unfortunately, the outcome didn't go the way we wanted to this year as well, but. You know, this year was, I did feel like I had a little more poise, but, you know, just as much nervousness I feel almost as the first year, just because you never know what can happen in any given game. Right, right. Just like if you guys watch that game, yeah. that happened. You never know. So it's never it's it's never the same game. So you you always have a hint of nervousness every year. Yeah. For those for those of you who didn't watch this year's Great Cup, it was a phenomenal game. Like, as far as the entertainment factor goes for football, and, uh, and I think that the Great Cup, uh, because it gets more viewers than any other game, they get they get reminded about how good Canadian football is. Like, um, oh yeah, it's just more exciting. Like, they're, everyone's always going for it. You know, it's always like uh, like they're taking risks and stuff like that. Yeah. And then you mix into that the fact that the conditions are terrible. There's snow on the field, right? The the balls like got to be incredibly uh, difficult hard. to handle, hard yeah. and and hard. Uh, slippery, slippery. Yeah, and then. And then you so like and then not to mention it's not even a round ball it's a it's like it's some weird bouncing you know like in any other sport you got a round ball like Norm McDonald talks about it. he says football is impossible to bet on because the ball isn't round like you can the outcome is so uh, it bounces every which way sense. you know for sure so I mean and, and this was a perfect example of it because you guys it was a close game at first right it was like uh, you guys were like twelve seventeen or something like that at one or something like that. I don't remember those, what the score was at one point. Yeah. To be honest with you, I don't remember. 
I know it was a close game all game. Like we, I think, I think we might have scored the first one, and then Ricky Ray threw that huge pass. Yeah, it was like the longest touchdown pass in Grey Cup history. And then, yeah, it oh, was really? a battle. Yeah, so it was a battle all game. Yeah, it was back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then you know we had we had it. We're going down with a couple minutes left. We had it, and then unfortunately we fumbled the ball, and that was yeah for all she wrote for a touchdown return. Yeah. And then the interception in the end zone at the end when you're making the charge. Because yeah. at that point in time, you could have went for a uh, field goal, right? Like, and tied it up, put it yeah. in overtime? Yeah, I think so. But I think there was enough time, if I'm not mistaken, there was enough time on the clock if that wasn't an interception to still kick a field goal. Yeah, I think so too, yeah. So You're just going I mean, for one last time. You're going for one last time and you want to win. You don't ever want to go in the OT. We, if, you know, look at recent events. Last year in, in the Great Cup against Ottawa, we lost an OT. So, yeah, yeah. you know. And we we tried to make we tried to make the play and tried to win and it just didn't turn out our way. Yeah. yeah. So at the end of the game, you know, it's just such a heartbreaker. Like that one's like yeah. tough. And then because you had Ottawa last year too, like yeah. it's it's double tough. You it's know? double tough, for sure. And it's hard. You know, a lot of the guy a lot of the guys were the same this year. And it's just it was almost like we couldn't believe it. It's like that happened twice. Yeah. Just, you know, especially how good we were like for two years in a row. Like we had a good regular season team. And even last year, like the last few games of the season, you know, we went into a little slump. I think we lost the last three games of the season, but then we came back and we were kicking butt in the playoffs. And then, and yeah, crazy stuff happens. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's, it's, it is crazy. So, like, uh, now you've been in Calgary for a few years. Do you, um, uh, do, like, do you see the young guys coming in on the team and uh, show them the ropes? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, you get new guys in every year. And you, it's funny to say that because when I was a uh, rookie, yeah. there were some of the veterans that were on the team that didn't really want to help you out because yeah. they thought that you could steal their spot, right? Right. But, like, that's not the way it is anymore. Like, since I've been there and stuff, like, we have, we, I made a bunch of friends with all the guys, and, uh, you know, we put it on our shoulders to make the guy, the young guys come in and play. Because, you know, ever since, like, I've been there, we've been hurt. Like, our own line gets hurt all the time. Right. So we have guys starting playing every game, like different guys, different guys, different guys. So it's like we always got to make sure that the guys are ready. So right, right. Yeah, that's a way better way to do it, I think. You win more that way because yeah. if you don't if you do not do that, it's like when you put the next guy in there, then you get your quarterback hit ten times. It's not worth it. It's like this is pro football. It's not high school. Like, that's I don't right. know. You f- everyone needs to be able to play. It's a team, so, right? Yeah. yeah, it's a team. So I think that helps with our success as well, for sure. Yeah. And we um – Trainers, you were saying uh, that your parents. Uh, yeah, that Grey Cup game, I think, really captivated a lot of people. And uh, my parents were one of them. I dropped in at my parents that night, and the game was just about to start. And I had it on the TV, and they were like, you got to come and look at this. Look at all the snow on the field. You know, they already shoveled it once. And and then the game started. I watched a bit of it while I was there. And, uh, like, yeah, there's this guy from Teeterville that comes on the show once in a while, Shane Bergman. And then, he, and then just as I said it, your name, you were there, and your oh. name came up. Right? I'm like, there he is. He's right there. And then. It was so cool, and then uh, the next morning I talked to my parents, and they were telling me what a great game it was. Like they watched it right to the end. They've never watched uh, like uh, a CFL game, I don't think, ever. You know, but they're awesome. they're in their seventies, and they just loved it, like start to finish. It was really entertaining for them. You know, that's so. that's sweet. It was a good game for like the fans to watch. That's for sure. Yeah. Except Toronto won. Yeah, and Toronto's like, and nobody wants Toronto to win. Yeah, uh, even in Toronto, they don't want really care if they win, right? Too many sports. Yeah, there's too much there's going on like, there. But the thing is, I don't know. It's just not a football town. Like I don't even know if you put an NFL team in there if it would do good. Like I don't know. It's just it's hockey, basketball, and uh, soccer. You don't. It, yeah, the, they've been courting the NFL like they think they're above the CFL or something like that. And I don't understand why they would do that. 
If you can't support your CFL team, then why do you deserve an NFL team? Like, yeah. Well, if you can't even yeah. support your CFL team, yeah. So they were, yeah, they were playing around with it a few years ago with the Billows, right? They yeah. They came in once for one game a year or something. Yeah, and then it was oh, not. Yeah. You think about Canada is when you go to a game. I don't know. Is it like this in Calgary? Do they let, do they let tailgating and stuff go in Calgary? Yeah, they let tailgating and stuff go. So Calgary, fortunately, we have a huge parking lot like surrounding the stadium, and it makes tailgating easy. But I find that with the, like the CFL stadiums around, there's not much parking. Right. So I don't know how other teams get their tailgating in, but definitely like in Calgary, we have a good. I don't think Ontario good, allows it. They're such. They're, they're so oh, really? tight. Yeah, tight. I don't think they would allow tailgating because you're drinking and you're just drinking outside, right? Yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah, it's I, it's crazy, right? We had tailgating at our Western when I played for Western. There's guys tailgate because we had a big parking lot, and right before the games, there'd be fans tailgating. Parents and they wouldn't and bug you with the cops wouldn't bother you. No, I don't. Not usually. Oh, uh, that's it's awesome. part of it, right? Like that's part of what that should be. What it? Right, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, what as makes long it as fun. No fights or anything. Yeah. Yeah. More power to you. Or like the Buffalo Bills, they have those people that like. Uh, uh, put people through tables like they do the wrestling moves. Have you ever seen that in the tailgating thing? No, I haven't actually. Yeah, they'll like they'll like uh, body slam people through like uh, like uh, through tables or set the Wild table. Tailgating, on. Like the, yeah, it's like part of the fun <laughs> for tailgating. I saw, they're crazy. It's crazy to watch it. But it comes. It's always in Buffalo for some reason. I think when it's cold, you do you do shit like that. One time I did. A, I had a pool table. I bought it at an auction, like Shackleton's auction. It was like twenty five bucks I got it for, right? And it was like uh it was like uh uh plywood, you know, like uh, warped and shit. Like it, it it there's no it was like mini putt more than it was pool, you know. And we had it in our basement for a while and it, we never you know, eventually lose interest in it because the games are so horrible because it's warped. And then uh so we decided one New Year's to take it outside and then we built a fire outside in the snow and then uh we we're gonna burn the pool table, right? And then uh so we played some pool out in the snow and then eventually while it was on, we put it on the fire, and then while it was kind of catching on fire, I suplexed my friend Adrian um, <laughs> through the pool table. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome, man. That was a great New Year's party. And I remember, like, we had a friend, like, from Toronto or something, or he was working, in, like, in the city or something, and uh, he had his, his, like, a screensaver was, like, the pool table on fire, and people were like, what are you doing? What is that? And he's like, well, he told the whole story, and they're like, why would you do that? Why would you burn that pool because it was fun. It was, yeah, it was like, it was awesome. What? Like, what's not to get? I don't get it. <laughs> Something big that you're burning, it's fun always. Yeah. You know? Yeah, every single time. I've never had a party where you're burning something big, like you burn a couch. That's a fun night. Oh, you even burn a couch. I know. Michael did it at Bushstock. There, tell me what you think, Shane. There was this big, like, uh, um, uh, you know, like an electrical spool, like those wood things, and then you turn them on the side that you can make a table out of them, you know, and put right. an umbrella in them or something. Right. Well, anyways, they had a bunch of them lying around, but they had one that they just had by the fire pit, and it was by the fire wood, right? It was right beside the fire wood, this big wooden thing beside the fire wood, right? <laughs> so the fire's going on after the concert, and Michael Bowe's not here today, decided with another guy, that they were going to roll this big thing in the fire and then make the fire super huge, and then everybody's going to have a great time, right? Oh, yeah. But when they did it, they rolled it in, and everyone uh, hated them immediately <laughs> and started saying they were ruining everything, right? So yeah, They pushed it back out of the fire. They pushed it back out of the fire and started yelling at them. Everybody was mad at them. What do you think? I think they were, do you think they were doing the right thing, or do you, or do you think the, the mo angry mob was right? I don't know. I, that's hard to say. What would you have done, though? 
If you had a how many how many beers were consumed? Uh, oh, a million. A million. Yeah. Yeah. Then of course he's right. Yeah, he's right. Yeah. You're gonna <laughs> that do would that. Be awesome. Yeah, that's the thing. Is so you can't not do it. Yeah. That's what I think. <laughs> so I always I'm always curious when a guy like when a guy from Norfolk County goes goes to play in a professional uh, a sports team, you know you get people from all over the North America, right? On your team, yeah, yeah, from everywhere. Yeah, yep. so you would get people from all walks of life, like different upbringings and yep. stuff like that. So you must have like uh, there must be people on your team who like look at some of the stuff that you do as being weird, and then you would look at the stuff that they do as being weird. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like small cultural things, right? Well, like even being from Canada and like guys from the states, like in like southern states, like when it is plus fifteen. 13 degrees celsius they think it's cold <laughs> and they are hoodie coat winter coat boots and it's like oh you have no idea yeah. <laughs> it can get negative 35 lower than this yeah <laughs> that's like the sh- that's the cutoff for short weather almost right double digits you can still wear shorts kind of yeah exactly yeah yeah so but then yeah but i'm wearing i'm wearing t-shirts and shorts until it's like at least zero yeah they, they think that's weird so <laughs> yeah that's what i notice it the most who comes the furthest away? Like, who comes from the furthest to? Oh, there's guys from Florida. Um, yeah, Florida and stuff like that. I'm not really sure how far they go south, but I know people are from Florida and maybe some Arizona guys too. Yeah, yeah. Alabama is there guys. is there guys that bitch about the food in Canada? They say they love the food, like the fast food. It's like way better up here because there's I guess the food quality standards oh, are yeah. higher up here. Oh yeah. And so like when they go to McDonald's, they love it. They like can't like the breakfast sandwiches here. Apparently, are ten times what they are down in the states. Oh wow! Great, I love it. Yeah, they love the food. <laughs> Except when they try to go find good home American cooking, they have a hard time finding that. Oh yeah, they miss that for sure. Oh yeah, like grits and grits and like gravy. like yams and like at Thanksgiving having yams with like marshmallows on it. Like I've never heard of that <laughs> stuff. But yeah. Apparently, I love it. Yeah. So. yeah. Hmm. I've seen that on TV, but I've never ate it before. I never no, can understand why. why you put marshmallows on yams. Yeah, they're sweet enough for me. Yeah. yeah. They're sweet potatoes. They're called yeah. that. Yeah. It's right <laughs> in the name. <laughs> so the, that Great Cup was in Ottawa this year, right? Yep. And then the other two that you played in, where were they? Uh, Toronto and BC. And Toronto was last year? Yep, Toronto was last year. So we... Oh, you <laughs> lost to Ottawa and Toronto. Yep. And, ah, Toronto and Ottawa. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, that's how it worked out. And they pick, so they must pick those city, the like the the Grey Cup spot at the start of the year. Is that how it works? Like they already know next year. Uh, it's yeah, next be year there. it's in Edmonton. I'm not really sure how many years is Vance. Like I'm not sure where it is after the year after. Um, but it's like a bid. Like I think most teams like the team, yeah. the city bids on it. And that snow that we had this year was that like uh, uncharacteristic when you last year when you were in Toronto was it cold like that and snowy? Uh, not snowy. That was the first Grey Cup I've ever played in the snow. But cold like it was cold last year in Toronto. Um, but I thought it was really cool playing this year in a snow game, like you know, in the last game, championship game in Canada, you know, mm-hmm. in a yeah. blizzard. You know, pretty. Canadian. It looked awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. It was pretty cool being there. Yeah. Yeah, and it was pretty cool because I saw some pictures from like my parents and like my family's view because they, like, where they were sitting, they had a big, uh, I don't know, building that came over top of them, so they didn't get snowed on. But they when they looked out, there was like no snow and then a blizzard where we were playing, right? Oh, yeah. So that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that it would just look it's just great. The 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 whole uh, I watched the breakdown of Canadian versus American football rules. Mm-hmm. And every Canadian football rule is meant to make the game more exciting. Yeah. yeah. That's what their their goal is. They try to make it more exciting. Like, it's way I don't know. How would your role as an offensive lineman change if you were playing in the NFL versus CFL? 
the role wouldn't change that much. Like you're still blocking for the running back and the quarterback and all that stuff. But I mean, the sense there's a yard off the ball in the CFL, yeah. they don't have to give that in the NFL. The technique changes when like I'm completely like it's not like when I watch NFL film, like I'm like those guys aren't stepping right. But in the NFL, their step like their footwork is 100 percent right. And what do you what do you mean I, yard off the ball? What does that mean? So when, uh, with a football, there's a line of scrimmage. Yeah. And in the CFL, the defensive has to be a yard away from that football. And in the NFL, they they're on it. They can, can be, be on it. I mean, uh-huh. just, you just can't be touching it or past it or something, and right. they're right on it. So when you're blocking guys, you know, when you have a yard to smash into someone, it's a lot different than being nose to nose and and going from there, right? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's definitely a lot different. Like my buddy, who actually I played with for two years, won a great cup with him in BC. He's now the starting center for the New York Giants. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so I went to go watch a Giants game against Dallas this year. Unfortunately, they lost, but. Yeah, Giants they're having a tough good. year this yeah, year. Yeah, they're not very good, but at least my buddy's playing. That's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah. it's yeah, that's cool, right? To see see somebody uh, do it, eh? Yeah. How's he? How do he? How does he like it? How's he adjusting? He loves it. He uh, says it's way more stressful than being in the Canadian Football League. But the Canadian Football League, like once, like being Canadian because there's a ratio, and like you have to start so many Canadians, and like being offensive lineman and being Canadian helps you. So you're not really like. I shouldn't say you still need to play very well, but you're not worried about your job, losing your job every single day. But I think in the NFL, it's like they watch. If you step over the line, you're gone. So Short leash. Very short leash because they have thousands of guys waiting to take your spot, right? Right, right. Like in the CFL, there's not really that because mainly because of the CFL, like the Canadian rule, you have to have so many Canadians play. Yeah. So Otherwise, if it wasn't that rule, it'd just be an American Football League. Did you know The Rock played for the Stampeders? Yeah, I did. Yeah? Yep. I didn't know that until just today. Did you really? know that? Yeah. No. Like Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Dwayne the Rock Johnson, yeah. He was a D lineman. He got cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing that ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine it. Yeah, imagine it. If, he, if he never got cut, he wouldn't be the Rock, right? <laughs> he might be in the booth. <laughs> Who's that? Like, your coach is Dave Dickinson, right? So it, what's a, how long has he been the coach of your team? Uh, head coach, that was his second year, but he's been uh, there for a long time. He actually quarterbacked there, too. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not sure how long he was like the offensive coordinator there for, though. What's his, well, how do you like playing for him? I love him. Yeah, he's a good, great coach. Uh, I don't know, just down-to-earth guy. He's a real family man. Like, he's family first, football second. I like that attitude. So Oh, cool. I, I just like playing for the guy like that. And do you, uh, do, uh, do you like play, playing for a guy that was a player better than playing for a guy that didn't? Well, to be honest with you, I've never played for a guy in the CFO who hasn't wasn't a player. I guess Huffnagel was a quarterback too for the Oh, really? Yeah. What about at Western? Uh, Western Marshall played like everyone. Were our players? Yeah. Yeah, like Greg Marshall played. Um, I'm not sure what college he played at, but he played in the CFO, coached the CFO. So. Yeah, yeah. Remember back in the day though, like all the coaches were just like old men. I don't know if it, they ever played before. Maybe they, maybe they did though. Even like like a guy like yeah, Vince probably- Lombardi or someone like that, like way back. Would oh, he have played know. football? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Probably, yeah. I guess. I mean, it's like, why would you coach something if if you didn't play, right? Yeah. It's hard to, like, know the the game, you know, whatever game it is, hockey. If you don't play it yourself, right? You right? It, yeah, like, yeah. I would think. It's also yeah. creepy. And especially, <laughs> like, if you especially if you don't have kids and you're coaching kids and then your kids are not on the team, I'm always like, what's your, what are you doing? Yeah, but I, but I don't understand sports, right? Yeah, yeah. Because if, I find if your dad coaches all the time, even if, sorry, but sometimes if a kid's not good enough, he still gets to play. Yeah, yeah. And no, yeah, yeah. I don't know. 
Yeah, I think there should be a limit on how many years you should, you can coach your own kid. Like you can yeah. do it once or something like that, and then yeah. you got to step aside. But because yeah. it's better to, I think it's better for kids to have a different coach every year growing up because then they learn different styles from the different coaches, right? Oh, definitely. That's and, definitely true. Yeah. If you if you're with a coach for one coach for too long, then you kind of you get good at his way, but you know. That's exactly sure. right. You're you're in you're in Calgary till 2018 though. I read. Yeah, I got one year less on my contract. Yeah, and uh, and so like you've been with one franchise the whole time. Yeah. And, and so have you ever even considered, uh, like an uh, like it would it would be you must be like comfortable there, right? Like yeah, I'm I am comfortable there. Like you can never get super comfortable because you never know what their plan is. You've always got to you know be ready to play at a very high level. Um, but I am comfortable there. Like I've been there. The, five years or going on six years with the playbook six years with the same offensive coach this would be my fifth year with the same offensive line coach um so you're yeah. just getting used to how things work and yeah, stuff like that how things work i wouldn't leaving would be tough like getting a new getting new coaches would be tough i haven't done that in six years so <laughs> i don't know how to do it anymore yeah yeah how, how do how do the people in calgary uh receive the players like do you get recognized when you go around town oh, and stuff? Uh, no not so much no. no, especially like I would like Bo and like Jared uh, Messam and stuff like our the high profile guys would definitely would, but like me, not really. No, unless I go decked out in Calgary gear. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really trying to. <laughs> or at the uh, or at the stadium or something like that. Yeah, at the definitely... stadium, I'm recognized for sure. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of guys like there's huge fans that like will sit at our practice, watch practice, and then like want autographs after every practice and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It must be nice though, like as you see people. Even with this show, you when people like it, it's always like, yeah, like you're like really, like, that's kind of nice. They even pay attention to what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, it is nice for sure. Because sometimes you must feel kind of alone when you're like, especially in the winter time, when you're on the off season and you're sitting there just working out or like doing your own thing. You're like a solitary man. Like, yeah, pretty much. Like, my wife goes to work eight hours a day, and I'm home making sure i'm ready for football season so yeah i'm alone a lot i got my dog there <laughs> yeah, yeah but so but on the other hand i'm with my like with my friends and i like when i work in for six months i'm with people all the time i live with people play with the same guy so it's like it's all right when you're gone and then like but my wife takes that role on she's right. completely by herself when i'm gone right oh yeah i guess so right. so you switch spots yeah so she stays here all year long so oh yeah mm-hmm. oh that's must be hard how yeah. often does she get to come see you uh, she comes at least once or twice a year. Last year she came up for three weeks, which was nice. Yeah, yeah. So. How'd you play when she was there? Uh, I play okay. I'm tired. <laughs> 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 yeah, he was off a step, and I couldn't figure out what it was. Yeah. It's just, uh, just drained. <laughs> 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 Nothing left. Poor guy. <laughs> no, I get it, man. Yeah. <laughs> so I just wanted to ask a few questions uh, uh, before we finish. And then... Uh, if you don't mind, we'll just ask some questions. You can you can either answer it honestly or pass if you don't want okay. to, okay? Yeah. And uh, if anyone else has questions like these in the same vein, you can feel free to join in and ask questions, okay? Who out of all the football players that you've played with would you say has been the most, uh, has had the smelliest gas, oh. most offensive gas? Oh. Uh... <laughs> We will say <laughs> my buddy who I lived with this past year, 
I know I'm laughing because everyone's going to say me. You're going to have the title? Yeah, I would have that title. Oh, yeah. But if it's not me, I would say my roommate, Brad uh, Erdos. Oh, yeah. yeah. Must be something that you guys are eating together. Yeah, we're eating together all the time, so. <laughs> <Very>. Yeah. <laughs> Who, uh, do you guys play pranks in the dressing room? Oh, each other? Is, uh, is there guys that are known to rib, rib other guys? or like? Not really. Not too much anymore. It used to be, we had this thing called... Uh, the phantom so if a rookie you know is disrespecting of uh, a veteran that he can get phantom and you can basically there's some guy that's designated to be the phantom in the locker room and he'll fuck with your shit oh, yeah. throw your uh you know your shoes your spandex in the they'll throw it in the cooler or they'll throw it in the ice tub yeah get it all nice and wet in the ice tub and they'll take it out and then they'll throw it in the ice maker and freeze it and then you got to put it on <laughs> practice so that's about the only kind of prank but you got to you got to piss us off pretty bad to get oh yeah them. yeah not just any like did you ever see anyone play a prank on a coach never never no oh you don't want to go home oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's too much i i couldn't believe my brother-in-law like he's he, he when he played hockey in the nhl he he played pranks on his coaches like one time he puts a tape on the skates as coach's skates so when he went on oh. the ice he oh. ate shit. Oh, that's a bad one. <laughs> and he was getting he was getting sad a lot. Why I wonder why. Eh? <laughs> I love that. I love those stories though because he just sits in the back and snickers, you know, or like he'll knock a hole in the bottom of a like a, a Gatorade cup or one so when you get water it just like dribbles all over the guy. Like he oh, did, <laughs> he did that to he said he did that to like Messier or something dribble like that. Yeah, dribble cup. Just a little things like that to make him happy. Well, you hear that story. Uh, there was a guy in the NFL, the coach, who got sent a video to his uh, prostitute or stripper girlfriend. I mean, he was like snorting coke off the table. Have you seen that video? Mm. Oh, no. Well, no, I haven't seen it. This guy like sent this video. He was an offensive line coach in the NFL. And uh, he sent this video. Everyone can look it up now. And uh, he sniffed like three lines of coke, and then he's like, "Oh, I wish I was wish I was doing this off your pussy, baby." And then, <laughs> sent, and then sent it to her, and she threw it out for everyone to see. Oh, so yeah. he got fired and all that stuff. Uh, and then so we, uh, yeah, of what course, a dumbass. What a dumbass. He's doing it at <laughs> meetings too. He's like, then he's like, "Oh, I'm just about to go to meetings, go, you know." Doing oh my work. god! And then you send video evidence of you being yeah. an idiot, oh, yeah. like just to fire yourself. He Ruin, to ruined your life. Yeah, you're right. He deserves to get fired. But anyway, talking about pranks, um, Brad, I was talking about the, with the bad gas, so he was my roommate. He uh, went on an interview that our offensive line coach had, and he was just going through by frame by frame to find like a pretty disgusting contorted face. And then once he found one, he posted it on that guy's like uh, video who was doing the coke. Right. So they put it up in front of the entire team. It's like, oh, you know why our offensive line coach Pat is all uh, fired up all the time? Well, this is why. Then his face is all like... <laughs> that, that's kind of jokes we do oh yeah yeah um what a, a next question uh what was i gonna say uh is there anyone that's too comfortable with being naked in front of the boys is that you again uh i don't know that one i don't know that one i would say I would say all the Canadians are more comfortable than yeah, the Americans. The Americans aren't comfortable with it. They're shyer about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
I, I just remember in like gym class in high school, there'd be like one guy you're like, "Fuck, put it away!" Like Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, you know? There's a couple guys from Quebec that are like that. Oh yeah. Just walk around with that them. makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Don't care. <laughs> Towel over the shoulder. Who's who's the best guy to go out on the town with? Who knows his way around town? If you know what I mean. Oh. Jerome Messam. You know, on our and running off back. Oh, yeah. Our running back knows the way around town, for sure. Has a good time. Yeah, he knows how to have a good time. It's a, That's a real skill. Do you ever have a bench warmer that you just you never played, but you, you would hate to lose him on your team? Not really, no. No? <laughs> no. Not like a character guy? Like no. that, just like, but he doesn't really play? You know, like in baseball, there was that uh, oh, yeah. Japanese guy on the Jays or whatever? Remember that guy? Yeah, yeah, Bush Party. Yeah, Bush Party. Yeah. You just want to keep him around. How about, uh, <laughs> do you have like um, helpers, like water boys or ball boys or yeah. something like that? Yeah, so we have equipment managers. We have two equipment managers, and then they have two guys. They're uh, Robbie and Matt, Matty Malone. They're, uh, they're, but they both help them out they're with like water boys and laundry and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah? yeah. And those guys have been around the team forever? Uh, yeah, the equipment manager, the head guy, is George Hopkins. It's close to 45, 50 years he's been there. Really? Yeah. It's actually uh, cool looking that old because every year you put a photo up and uh, you see who was on the team, and uh, he's there for a long, long time. You see, like, you know, 18-year-old Geo, and then you see 50-year-old Geo. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's pretty cool. So That is cool to have a guy that's been there with the franchise that long yeah. because uh, those guys, like, have seen it all. Like He's seen it all. He's seen every coach. He's seen every general manager. He's seen every player. Yeah, yeah. He knows, he knows a lot. He's seen a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you, you, you sometimes forget about those guys, eh? Like because they're uh, you just take them for granted, but they're sitting yeah. there picking up knowledge every year, you know? Yep. No, it's good. A lot of guys respect and we love our equipment managers. You know, really got to respect the guy who washes your underwear. Really. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that's not a job anyone would want. No, you have uh, to be nice to those people. Yeah, you do. Yeah. For sure. Um. Oh, what is it? What else did I want to say? Uh, who? Uh, who? Uh, would you say, of all the people you've played with, would you say is the, uh, um, uh, what do you think, uh, the, uh, I can't even think of it. I'm trying to think of something that would, that would put some put some pressure on Shane at this point in time, you know? I got, gonna one. Really... I got one. There's, uh, <laughs> in sports, for good luck a lot, there's like superstitions or like rituals, you know? Oh, yeah. Where guys do the same thing all the time. What's the weirdest uh, superstition or ritual of anybody on the team or anybody you ever played with? <laughs> Honestly, I don't really, I don't really know. Any, anyone that I play with doesn't really have a superstition. I would say it would probably be me again. I always go to Quiznos <laughs> before a game. Oh, really? Quiznos? That's my thing. Every yeah. game. Every game. Well, do you have a nap? Every yeah. Every I have a nap every day, so that doesn't change. That's yeah. <laughs> every single day. Do you get yeah. the, Do you get the same sub? Yeah, I get uh, uh, what is it? Full size honey mustard chicken salad with a six inch uh, chicken mesquite sub <laughs> on the side. Yeah. Nice. The side, uh, I can't wow. eat too much for a game. It's <laughs> 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 amazing. Yeah. You know Shane's also a Dutchman. You're a Dutchman, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. Like you see what we do. <laughs> see what the Dutchman do, German. I see it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's great, eh? It sure is. It's a physical specimen you're looking at there. That's right. Yeah, Hitler was wrong. That's what I'm saying. A Dutchman, we're fine. We're the Aryan race or whatever. 
is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> is that what you want? I don't want anything like that <laughs> at all. Not even a little. Uh, yeah. Now that you're on video. Yeah. Uh, no. Even now he's before. denying it. Now. Yeah. Even before. Now that it's video, de- Steve's denying it. <laughs> <laughs> Deny nine nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I don't know. Do I have the Matt lives over there, Jane? Is there like a yeah, the ones that are filled out? Is there time to do this? We can do one last game. We had to, we had one last game to end. Thanks, Sh- Shane. Thank you very much hey, for for, uh, hey. for everything. I really do appreciate the, uh, getting you to come in here. But you ever played the game Mad Lives, Shane? Uh, nope. No. Well, the neither did I, right? <laughs> but now there. But uh, uh, yesterday, last week, we were trying to find Christmas ideas to get us to be. Uh, Figure out how to have fun at a, a, a Christmas party. So I went online. I found this thing, and they told you to do these Mad Lib things, right? And then I was gonna do like some dirty ones, right? And then, and then what they are is it's like a sentence, but they leave out like uh, uh, blanks in the sentence, and then they give you like a what it's it's like a noun or a verb or whatever. And then I just gave it the sheets to people and told them to fill it out. I said make up your own story to make it funny, right? And then Steve told me. Uh, he said, uh, that's not how you play it. You're supposed to say the the verb or the noun, and the people s- shout it out, and then you randomly put it in, right? Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Ish. So those are the – is that not it? <laughs> no, it's it's a – it's ish, yeah. It's close, a, enough. close enough. Okay. Well, it's important because we're going to do it. So my, my thing was I thought that was stupid because um, <laughs> because it's you can do it better if you write it to make it funny and then steve says no it's funnier because it's random and uh the randomness is what makes it funny right mm-hmm. right that was your point that's right so i said it was like improv versus stand-up comedy right stand-up comedy you write a joke it's funnier than the improv guy's joke but the improv guy gets a lot bigger laugh because he made it up on the spot or whatever even though he didn't it's a trick <laughs> but uh so anyways this is the experiment we're going to do to see if Steve is right or not. Okay? So we're going to do it both ways. We're going to do the improv way and the, uh, where the fuck is the, where is this one? Here we go. All right. So what we have to do is, in order to do it Steve's way, is we have to just say the the verb or whatever, and you guys yell it out. Right? Is that what it is? Yes. Okay. So you guys, uh, can anyone can yell it out. Verb ending in S. Sneezes. Okay, sneezes. Nice work, Dave. Thanks. Uh, Body part. Finger. (laughs) Uh, Body part. Like another one? Another one. Vagina. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Verb ending in S. Runs. Runs. Body part. <laughs> Glute. Glute. Body part. Knee. Uh, verb ending in S. Come on. Any, it's just a verb. Shuffles. 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 Good one. Huh. Uh, adjective. Which an adjective is what? It describes a noun. Fucking. 
Fuck is me. that an adjective? No, that's a verb. <laughs> it's everything. Yeah, it can be everywhere. No, I, I, I'll take it as an adjective. Another adjective. Or repeat it. If it's okay if you... Harry? Is Harry? Yeah, Harry. Yeah. Another adjective. Big. <laughs> and another body part. Elbow. And a body part. <laughs> Tongue. Hmm. And a body part. <laughs> okay, and uh, verb ending in S. This is going forever. Okay, verb ending in S, quick. This is Steve's way, right? To be clear. Yes. Yes. <laughs> verb ending in S. Drums. Drums. Huh. Noun. Snow. Body part. <laughs> Penis. <laughs> Noun. Road. Road, body part, three body parts. Toe. Another one. Arm. Oh. Armpit. <laughs> and another one. Ankle. Ankle. Uh, adverb, adjective. <laughs> so it's like. Slowly. What? No. Is the adverb. Okay, slowly. Adjective is like a describing word? Yeah. Shiny. 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 Shiny noun. Camera. And uh, adjective. Sexy. Adjective. Loud. Verb ending in ing. Pound, <laughs> pounding. Pounding. Okay. Okay, that's it. Whoa. Okay, so this is a story Steve's way. Okay, we can see which is better. He sneezes his finger, so his vagina pushes against me. Yes, right there. He runs his glute along my knee, eases back, then shuffles into me again. So fucking, so hairy. <laughs> so big his elbow pressing down on me his tongue and his eye on either side of my oh another body part I forgot one let's just say belly button oh Anna he drums as he lets go my name a snow on his penis as he finds his road his toe rests on my armpit his ankle wrapped around me I just want to enjoy the slowly shining afterglow of making camera with Christian Grey because that's what we've done. Sexy, loud pounding. <laughs> Not bad, Steve. Yeah. yeah. Now, this is the written one that was written by my wife, Jane. Dr. Jane Van Dyke. And we see which one's better. He shifts his nose so his mustache pushes against me. Yes, right there. He twitches his mustache along my upper lip, eases back, and then scrunches into me again. So itchy, so prickly, <laughs> so scratchy. His forehead pressing down on me, his mustache and his goatee on either side of my disappointed lips. Oh, Anna. He sneezes as he lets go. My name a goober on his chin as he finds a, his Kleenex. His hand rests 
platonically on my knee. His arms, his one arm wrapped around me. I just want to enjoy the orgasmic afterglow of making sexy love with Christian Grey, but that's what we've done is sweet fuck all. <laughs> is what it was. Steve's wins, eh? Do you think? Yeah, they both kind of sucked. <laughs> well everybody this is it this has been the whole show we've tried it on facebook live and i hope it worked if you'd like to tell a friend uh, uh give us some feedback on uh, facebook twitter instagram or live from the dutch hall at gmail.com otherwise uh we will uh, see you nt see you next thursday yeah.